Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Geller. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. This podcast is based on a weekly newsletter that I send out to mainly real estate professionals, accountants, lawyers, and other centers of influence. The newsletter is called the Mortgage Broker Playbook for Real Estate Pros. And if you want in on the newsletter, and why wouldn't you want in on the newsletter, it features valuable insider tips on mortgage qualification in Canada. We talk about things you didn't even know that you didn't know. And more importantly, we discuss and unravel what the banks don't want you to know. Simply text or email me right now, and I will get you on the list. 604-800-9593 or gello.m at mortgagecenter.com. All right, let's begin. Everyone assumes that verification of down payment proceeds for a mortgage is a swift and miscellaneous part of the mortgage qualification process. And when you think about it, why would it be difficult? If, if the applicant does, in fact, have the funds in their bank account, why then does it matter where it came from and how long it's been there? One would argue that the biggest qualification hurdle in qualifying for a mortgage is income verification. However, if you ask a mortgage broker these days, they would likely reply that it is down payment verification. And the main reason being is that it is very much often overlooked and taken lightly by applicants until, of course, you're days away from your closing date and the lender is holding back your advance because they have discovered a stray $5,000 deposit into your bank account from which the origin hasn't been confirmed or disclosed. So be aware, the unique thing about down payment verification is that its verification criteria is not so much a policy of the lender but rather a policy of Canada's Department of Finance via the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Centre of Canada, also known as FinTrack. FinTrack requires a 90-day history on any one deposit into your bank account that exceeds $10,000, either individually or cumulatively. Here are some key points and verification criteria to be aware of when it comes to down payment. Okay, the first one, reasonability. Okay, it needs to make sense. Other than when receiving a gifted down payment, say from a directly related family member like your parents or spouse, uh, expect the lender to request more details about the source of the funds. So, for example, a customer states that their employment income is the source of funds for a down payment. However, the down payment amount does not seem reasonable when compared to the customer's stated occupation and provided employment documentation. So, you know, if you're earning a $60,000 annual salary and you suddenly get three lump sum deposits of $10,000 each for three successive weeks, the lender would not deem that as reasonable and um, 
you know, they would pretty much demand a paper trail on that money. So prepare for a paper trail. Timing of funds in your bank account. If the funds have been in your account for less than 90 days and have not been gifted to you, expect to provide a full 90-day history on all deposits that are considered part of your overall down payment proceeds. Some lenders may also require a full six-month history for funds that perhaps may have originated overseas. Okay, so 90-day history, and furthermore, that 90-day start date could either be from the application start date, it could be from the approval start date, or the, the 90 days from the completion date of your real estate purchase. Okay, so it varies with lender. Using borrowed money. This is totally allowed, but disclose it to your mortgage broker at the time the application, at the time of the application, as it absolutely needs to be accounted for in the mortgage qualification. So um, not knowing that you're using borrowed money um, could have serious implications down the road. So you can certainly use money from your line of credit or even a credit card for that matter, for a down payment, but your qualification amount will be scaled back accordingly. And uh, in most cases, significantly. So make your uh, mortgage broker aware right from the get-go to prevent a deal breaker situation on closing day. Um, Most of the time, an experienced broker will address the source of down payment during the pre-qualification phase, you know, during the interview process. Um, But some won't and uh, we'll leave it until later in the process. And this is when the, the massive ineligible down payment reveal occurs. Um, yeah, imagine that, being told a couple of days before your closing day that your down payment funds are not eligible and uh, that you now have to come up with the same amount from another source, right? So, you know, that could be a panic call to mom and dad or cash out investments you weren't planning to cash out or maybe you just did not have another source and you have to collapse your way out of this deal Um, so yeah scenario you don't want to be anywhere near Uh, many applicants assume that using borrowed money for a down payment is fine and legit which it is but simply don't realize the repercussions of it so be aware be forthcoming quality documentation simply remembering that your name an account number must be displayed on the verification documents that you provide. Will answer or should answer any questions you may have if the documents you are about to submit are adequate. Um, what if only your account number is on the statement but not your name? Then provide a cross-reference, uh, you know, cross-reference verification document that can link you to that account number. So that could be like a void check or an older offline statement, you know, maybe you get mailed statements and usually the mail statements have all the detail you need on them. Um, Or even a screen capture of your account on a separate section of your online banking portal, um, which maybe on on that part of the portal portrays your name and account number. So yeah, if the document doesn't um, have both your name and account number, then uh, yeah, just find a a cross-reference document, and you will be good. Piecemeal depositing. Um, this is probably the most tedious, annoying um, form of down payment verification and unleashes the highest level of frustration from all parties involved. 
the lender, the mortgage broker, and the applicant. So avoid small and excessive transfers of money between various bank accounts. Um, it, more than annoying, it's also a red flag for all lenders, and uh, it's extremely, extremely confusing and frustrating for lenders to track. So if moving money from one account to another is absolutely necessary, try to do so in one fell swoop uh, once you have reached your target amount, um, rather than frequent interbranch transfer transactions. Um, just remember this, for every sum that you transfer into one account, you will have to provide a 90-day history of the account you just transferred that money from. So this will easily double your paperwork. And uh, furthermore, you know, it could expose the details of the other account, which could then potentially result in further unexpected requests from your lender. Um, Yeah, just try and keep things simple here. Avoid complexity. Keep things simple. And here are some uh, notable or unique sources of down payment that are acceptable um, that maybe you didn't realize or or kind of surprised to find out that these are acceptable sources of down payment. The first one, uh, wired funds um, are totally acceptable, but uh, varying levels of verification are required depending on the amount and country of origin. And also further to that, an interesting note, there are some countries where funds are not accepted. Um, I believe uh, to, to date still that's North Korea and for many lenders still Iran is um, um, still not acceptable uh, as far as wired funds go. And um, there are also other countries that have limits and restrictions as to how much they can send on an annual basis, that, but that's more, more so the, the standards that they have in the originating country than what we can accept here in Canada. Um, also, proceeds from the sale of virtually any investment, that is acceptable down payment, um, also, proceeds from a grant. You may have received uh, some form of grant and um, totally acceptable. Of course, you're going to need the paperwork on it and um, you can use grant proceeds for down payment. Non-repayable gift uh, proceeds. So either from an immediate family member, uh, relative, or an employer. Okay, so the, they're quite three specific stipulations here um, and the amount and source of the gift can vary with uh, vary with the lender and the loan to value ratio as well all right let's end uh, let's wrap it up here with uh, interest rates so um, five-year fixed rate range so currently we're at about 1.64 percent to 2.19 percent um, current variable rate range is 0.8% below prime to prime flat. So uh, prime rate is currently at 2.45%. And more on interest rates. So recent news about Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine and that it has yielded 90% effectiveness trials uh, has poured quite a bit of optimism into the bond markets. And this bump in yields typically translates to an increase in mortgage rates. Um, no official hint from lenders if an increase in interest rates is pending, but we're all talking about it. The, the brokers uh, in our little circles, the word is that it it, it will happen shortly. Uh, so just heads up, and uh, who knows? We can totally be wrong here. Maybe it's just a, a false, false call. Um, but this has been the most significant burst of bond yield activity since June. 
when rates aggressively began their descent to the 1% barrier. So brush up and check in with any lingering financing agreements that you may have pending right now. And uh, maybe time to make those decisions either fixed or variable. Um, my opinion, go with fixed. All right, that's all I got today. Uh, call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in Alberta or British Columbia, uh, as I am licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you are from Calgary, Edmonton, or Vancouver, as I am very familiar with these markets. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to More Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.